Welcome to the Managing the Smart Mind podcast with your host, Coach Kramer. This is episode 14, why you aren't taking action on your decisions. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. Now last Friday, I taught a decision-making workshop to a group of gifted people, which was a lot of fun. And by the way, if you'd like to get better at decision-making too, check out episodes seven and eight of the podcast. This episode is a kind of follow-up to those because the question I got asked most during the workshop was, okay, so now I know how to make decisions, but how do I actually take action after I make them? And let's be honest, a lot of people make decisions, or at least they think they do, but then nothing happens. Zero, zilch, nada. The same thing may be happening to you. You've made a decision. You know what you need to do. You're motivated, you're willing and you're able. Maybe you've decided to start doing daily push-ups, to drink less wine, to start looking for a new job, to build a new business or to create a post for social media. It can be small, it can be medium, it can be massive. It doesn't really matter. You know what you need to do and yet you don't. And this can actually be very painful bit like watching a train wreck. You see it happen. You absolutely don't want it to happen. And yet you feel completely powerless to do anything about it. So when it comes to not taking action, you watch yourself. You see your paralysis. You know all the reasons why it is much better to actually take action. And still you don't. Why? Why is this happening? That is what I will explain on today's podcast. I have a list of seven things that interfere with your ability to take action on your decisions and tips on how to overcome them. Here's number one. Your brain is very resistant to change. And I talk about this a lot on the podcast because you need to know that trying to do something new is never going to be easy. Your brain much prefers for things to stay the same. It will resist all your attempts to do new things by making you scared, for example, distracting you, telling you you need to know more, so on and so forth. And this doesn't mean there's something wrong with your discipline or your willpower. Taking action on your decisions isn't easy simply because of the way you're wired. Okay, so if that's how we're wired, how do you counteract that? Well, expect it. Be ready for it. It's going to happen anyway. And then acknowledge it and just proceed. And it can be very helpful to actually visualize that part of your brain that freaks out. I tend to picture it as a skinny, scared cat on my shoulder that will start telling me all the things that could go horribly wrong as soon as I make a decision. I'll look at it. I'll give it a little scratch under its skinny chin and say, thank you. Your input is noted. And then I go do the thing I was going to do. Do not try to suppress this voice because that's just a massive waste of energy. It's only trying to protect you and it always will be there. So just expect it, acknowledge it and proceed. 
The second reason why you aren't taking action is that maybe you have believe that you have to wait until it feels good or right. And a lot of people, especially coaches, think they need to feel good when taking action. They want to take it from the right energy, the right vibration, the right feeling. And they will work on themselves forever to create this feeling, which, I mean, you can do with coaching, but you could also just take action. And when you think about taking action on your decision, and your brain's like, this is, it doesn't feel right. I don't feel good about this. I don't feel like I'm standing in my strength or whatever. Nothing has gone wrong. You're just out of your comfort zone, which is actually a good thing. Now, do note that it's important that the thing you're trying doesn't actually terrify you because that would only trigger your nervous system. So it shouldn't completely freak you out. But there's no need for it to feel good or lovely or splendid or wonderful. If it did, you'd be doing it already instead of listening to this podcast. So stop waiting it for, for it to feel good. Stop waiting and working on yourself until you feel ready. You can do the things whilst feeling anxious, nervous, nauseous. It is not a problem unless you make it so. Reason number three why you're not taking action. Deep down inside, you don't believe you can actually do it. Now this one is insidious and it can be quite hard to pick up on. It shows up especially if you're doing something you've tried before and not succeeded at. Let's say you've lost weight and gained it again, then you may have a story running that's losing weight is impossible for you. So why bother? If you've ever tried to sell works of art, submit a manuscript or make an offer to a potential client and got rejected, tried again, got rejected again, then you may have a story, an underlying belief running that no one is ever going to buy from you. Basically, you've convinced yourself that this thing that you want is impossible for you. It's simply never going to happen. So why take action? Why inflict unnecessary pain upon yourself by first trying, which is uncomfortable, and then failing? And of course, if you believe you can't do something, then your brain will also find evidence for it and create a fun, self-fulfilling prophecy. So you must start building your belief, right? If you notice, okay, this is happening for me. I made a decision, but I don't actually believe I can do this thing. You have to start building your belief. And it doesn't mean you need to go from believing like zero to a hundred, from playing a simple song on the piano to believing that you're actually ready for a performance of Rachmaninoff's second piano concerto. You can actually build your belief brick by brick. If you believe that you can't lose weight, for example, break it up into something small and specific, do you believe that you can lose half a pound? Okay, go do that first and use that to build belief for the next step, which may be an entire pound. If you believe you suck at marketing, selling or making money whilst actually wanting to build a business, you need to break that up too. Basically, whenever you notice yourself thinking, I suck at this, try replacing it with a thought like, I'm learning, I'm learning how to sell, I'm learning marketing, I'm learning how to run a business or something like, I'm figuring it out. Yeah, maybe you're not good at selling yet. So what? You're smart, you can learn. If you give yourself permission to believe that it's actually possible. 
And I have lots more tips on diffusing underlying beliefs that may be sabotaging you in episode 13 of the podcast. So if this is something that happens for you, do check that out. Reason number four why you're not taking action is you're not being specific. It's really hard to take action when you don't know when or how. If you want to start working out, but you stay stuck in, I want to move my body more, then odds are it's never going to happen. How do you want to move your body? For how long? When and where are you going to do it? And to help you stay motivated, why do you want it? Do you want to go for walks? Go roller skating, go running, go swimming? You know what? Make it super specific for how long, when and where. Not being specific actually creates confusion, overwhelm, a kind of brain fog that makes it very hard to take any action. So if you're noticing that you're not doing anything, ask yourself, what is the specific action I'm going to take on my decision? Where and when am I going to take the action? Maybe who with and why? And that will make it so much easier. Reason number five, why you're not taking action on your decision, is that you are not willing to actually feel the crappy emotions that come with doing the thing. Taking action usually involves unpleasant emotions. If not, we would have already done the thing. And we as humans tend to avoid unpleasant emotions. I mean, I'm gonna definitely going to talk about that in future episodes because... <laughs> This is actually something we should be teaching in school, but that's a different story for a different time. But we were like, oh, oh no, I mean, unpleasant emotion coming up. Let's eat something. Let's watch Netflix. Let's read a book. And smart people especially tend to distract themselves with more learning. <laughs> it's like their gateway drug, right? And all of this basically is because you're not willing to feel scared, anxious or whatever emotions may be attached to taking action on your decision. And this is actually one of the biggest things between us and our dreams, between us and a healthier body, a healthier bank account, healthier relationships. It's just an emotion you're not willing to feel. And it's often a mix of fear and anxiety or maybe shame, some sadness, which makes sense. And with smart humans, it can also be boredom. Yeah, that dreaded feeling <laughs> makes you want to run in the opposite direction. So instead of moving away from them, we have to move towards them, towards the boredom, the fear, the anxiety whatever it is that comes up, what if you were actually willing to feel the emotion, to just be with it and let it move through your body? That will remove a massive barrier to taking action. Reason number six why you're not taking action is that the way you treat yourself if things don't completely go according to plan sucks. Basically, you don't have your own back. So this is for the people, and I used to be one of them, who are so merciless when things don't go 
as they thought they would when they don't completely succeed, right? So if that's you, if you beat yourself up, if you say mean things like, see, I told you this would never work, then you don't have your own back. You're not supporting yourself. You're actually treating yourself like a very tyrannical boss that's just waiting for your next mistake so they can take out all their personal frustration on you. It's so unkind. And if you have to risk being hated on, like being shamed, even if only by yourself when taking action, why would you do it? Right? So decide to be kind, whatever happens, whatever the outcome is of your actions, to have your own back. Okay, and then the last reason why you aren't taking action in your decisions, number seven, you're not making it as fun and easy as possible. I mean, just look at these six reasons, right? It's pretty hard <laughs> to take action. <laughs> so let's make it fun. Let's make it as easy as possible. I mean, some people go so Spartan on themselves. Seriously, if you're doing hard things, you can still try to make part of it fun and easy. No points will be subtracted. You will still get your medal, right? It doesn't, not all of it needs to be hard. You don't have to willpower your way through everything because it's exhausting and unsustainable. You actually want to make sure you energize yourself. You're kind to yourself. So, for example... You could get an accountability partner or group. Or you could use hacks like laying out your workout clothes the night before or setting reminders. So when you've made a decision and you want to take action, think of all the ways you can make it more fun. Really get creative with it. You do not need to give yourself an extra dose of suffering. All right, <laughs> seven reasons. I've given you lots of tips to counteract them. Now, I can imagine it's hard to remember them and be able to access them when you need them. So in the spirit of number seven, making the process as easy and fun as possible, I've included a link to download the transcript in the show notes. Go download it now so you have it handy next time you actually want to act on your decisions. And another way of making this fun faster and easier is to hire a smart coach who can help you manage your mind. If this is something you want, and of course, I mean, this is something you want, then let's talk. You can reach out to me via my website, coachcramer.org, or send me a message on LinkedIn for a free first consult. And even those free first consults <laughs> have been epic and life-changing for some people. So give it a try. Thank you for listening to this week's episode and a big shout out to everyone who has been sharing the podcast. It's been growing like crazy. Thank you so much for spreading the words. We now have listeners in 27 different countries, which is so cool. And I can't wait to reach more humans with smart minds all over the world. So thank you so much and I'll see you next week. Bye. <music>
And the first step is actually getting your bearings, doing a little brain audit. And I have the perfect tool for that, the Mapping Your Unique Brain Workbook. And you can actually download it for free at www.coachkramer.org slash brain map. So that's coachkramer.org slash brain map. Go check it out and play with it and take your first step to managing your smart mind. Mm-hmm.